At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. edition of Prime primetime action. It is Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin, Fimia Bebefe back in on the desk here. Yes, we didn't run you off yesterday. You're back. I'm I glad you're here on the Well, front. how could I miss the cliche football Friday? It is. You know? It is. <laughs> it is. It's football Friday here, and, and we have action actually going on right now. Before we get to Kelly to uh, talk about what is actually going on, we have a game about to kick off right now. Yeah, we have the Vikings and the Chiefs from Arrowhead about to kick off. That line's at four and a half, but we're expected to see starters from both teams, which is kind of been rare this preseason with how teams have kind of been managing this shorter mm-hmm. three-game preseason schedule. But Andy Reid has been adamant about getting his guys those reps. They played in that first game against San Francisco, played quite a bit last Friday against the Arizona Cardinals, expected to get a whole half today. And then I think we're going to finally see the preseason debut for Kirk Cousins and that Vikings number one offense for the Vikings there. Yeah, and we've got uh, another low total here, as we've seen pretty much all preseason, sitting at 38 points in this one. Uh, some five starting to pop out there so a little bit of Chiefs money coming in probably on that news like you said of them being able to play their starters here for at least a half do we have a few we got a few first pitches coming as well here uh, in a few minutes yeah we we also even have another football game that's about to kick off at five o'clock Eagles and Jets I actually have action on that one. Uh oh. I'm on the under 34 and a half. Preseason unders have been very lucrative. Um, I just thought, honestly, my handicap of this game was being a millennial, I'm way too online all the time. <laughs> I saw the beat writers p- posting videos yeah. from the stadium. Looked like a monsoon out there. 
it sounds like Zach Wilson mm. may or may not play. I, I think they're just going to be running the ball first, second down, yeah. maybe a pass on third down. I don't think either team's going to want to be standing out there in a, a torrential downpour in mm. the final preseason game of the season. So we do have a few first pitches coming as well. Here in about three minutes, we have the Astros and the Rangers. Jacob Rizzi on the hill uh, for the Astros as a minus 190 favorite. If you want the Rangers, it's about 165 as underdogs. Another one at 810 Eastern, 510 Pacific. We have the Cubs and the White Sox. Keegan Thompson, Dallas Keuchel. Dallas Keuchel, minus 220 favorite for the White Sox. No surprise there. If you want the Cubs, plus 180. As underdogs, Brewers and Twins, uh, Eric Lauer and Andrew Albers. Uh, Andrew Albers, only a plus 115 underdog here to this Brewers team. The Twins have been absolutely atrocious this year, but uh, they are very slight underdogs in this one. We do have some more coming just a little bit later, but Kelly, let's talk about the action that is going on right now. Yeah, uh, over in the NFL preseason games, that Eagles-Jets game did just kick off, uh, so they are underway there in New York. Uh, Lions are up on the Colts 7-6, 4-30 remaining in the first half there uh, in Detroit. Lions 2.5-point live favorites, 35.5 your live total. And the Panthers up on the Steelers 3 to nothing. final seconds of the first quarter there in Carolina. Uh, Panthers 6.5. Point live favorites and 30 and a half is the live total uh, over Major League Baseball. Rays up on the Orioles, three to nothing, bottom of the fourth. So maybe some of that Orioles magic starting to wear off here. Uh, <laughs> Orioles plus 625 live, eight and a half is the total. Uh, Diamondbacks and Phillies scoreless, bottom of the second. The Cardinals and Pirates scoreless in the top of the fourth. Red Sox Indians scoreless, bottom of the fourth. Red Sox minus 125, though, live in that game. Indians minus 105 and five and a half the total. Reds take a 2 0 lead over the Marlins. I believe that just happened. Top of the fourth inning, Reds minus 400 live. Marlins plus 300 and seven and a half the live total. Marlins, uh, Nationals, and Mets, rather, uh, scoreless in the bottom of the second inning. No live money line up right now, but there's a seven and a half total for that game. Uh, Blue Jays with a 1-0 lead over the Detroit Tigers. That game in the top of the fourth inning. Blue Jays minus 250 live. Tigers plus 207.5 the total. And Giants with a 2-0 lead over the Braves, but this game is in a rain delay according to my uh, screen. So rain delay there in Atlanta for the Giants and Braves. In that Colts and Lions game, as you mentioned, we're approaching halftime, about three and a half minutes left in that one. Jacob Eason started for the Colts, has played the whole time. He's actually 10 of 14 right now for 74 yards. No touchdowns and no picks. Uh, hadn't been sacked, though. 10 of 14 for Jacob Eason. On the Detroit side, uh, no Jared Goff. It has been Tim Boyle and David Blau out there, uh, both actually having a bit of success. Actually, Boyle, 7 of 9, 53 in a touchdown. Blau, 6 of 9, 43. Uh, no touchdowns, but no picks either. One sack uh, taken by Tim Boyle in this one so far. But uh, it is primetime action here on VEASAN. Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Femi Bebefe and, and Femi, listen, we uh, we got this this Chiefs game going down here and about mm-hmm. to kick off. And as you mentioned, we're going to get some starters tonight. We're going to see some some Patrick Mahomes. We're going to see probably some Kirk Cousins. Does it surprise you at all that we're you know it's the typically this would have been the week that it would have been the dress rehearsal anyway. But with there not being the the, the fourth week of preseason or something like that, does it surprise you at all or you know with the week? With the uh, gap week, it doesn't really surprise you. Not from Andy Reid. I mean, he's mm. pretty much been telling us what he's going to do mm. all 
throughout this preseason leading up to these games. And especially in the Chiefs case, they have a whole new offensive line there. So I think Andy Reid really wants to kind of get those guys in sync and just try to see what this offensive line can do because they play some pretty formidable pass rushes, especially early on in the regular season there. So I I think they really just want to see how this offensive line looks in terms of the passing game, but also in the run game as well. If they can rely on a Clyde Edwards, a to be able to have some production on the ground and kind of alleviate that pass rush that we saw, especially late in the season is particularly Mm -hmm. in that Super Bowl. Yeah. And and that is a, a really good point here because you're talking uh, a team that Eric Fisher gone, Mitchell Swartz gone. They basically redo all five guys on that offensive line. Now should be a better overall offensive line unit. But one of the things you hear all the time is cohesion. You want yeah. these guys to, to get some sort of continuity uh, and you want these guys to be able to work together well. And so it does not surprise me either to see these guys out here. Uh, Kelly, you, you are, you, you said a whole half here in this for, for the chiefs and, uh, maybe that was some of the reason that the money was coming in late here. We saw that four and a half move to five at a couple of books. Yeah, that was uh, – I, yeah, I don't know how – I don't think that was anything new today. I think Andy Reid's been mm. saying that most of the week that he was going to give the the ones basically the whole first half to play. I, I don't know that I'd be doing that with Patrick Mahomes, but, you know, to, to uh, Andy Reid's been doing this a lot longer uh, than I've uh, ever – I've never been a head coach, Matt. I don't know if you know <laughs> yeah, that. No, not one, I know you've never been a doctor. You've never been a player. Not one snap have you been <laughs> – I've never coach. been a head coach. Yeah, so he's, doing, one, he's been doing this a lot longer than I have. Uh, first down for the Chiefs as they move the ball here early. We will talk some college football a little later with Kenny White. We'll talk some baseball a little later with Joe Sheehan as well. We continue our 32 teams. Actually, we conclude, right? Yes. We conclude our 32 teams in 32 shows with the Packers in this one. So so let's go to to your bet tonight. If you're just joining us here, yep. Femi does have a bet on a preseason game, and you're looking at an under, and you're looking at an under, not only because of what we've been seeing so far, but you also did a little bit of research as far as the weather. Yeah, the weather in the Eagles-Jets game, I mean, MetLife Stadium just looked like it was a torrential downpour pregame. Mm-hmm. Now, they actually delayed the kickoff to that game, so that game was originally supposed mm-hmm. to kick off at 4.30. It just kicked off moments ago as a 5 o'clock kickoff there, so we'll see if that weather system stays um, obviously we, we don't want it to be I think lightning might have been in, in the forecast a little bit there so hopefully that doesn't cancel the game or de- have any further delays there but I just think that it's the final preseason game these guys are so cool they're, they're already done with training camp they're kind of already focused especially those number one mm-hmm. units kind of focused on their week one opponents when you have a weather game like this in that final preseason I think the coaches are just going to want to run the ball and kind of see what they have in, in terms of run blocking and those types of things just to get out of there no injuries nobody wants anything to pop up just with just two weeks to go until the regular season starts so I'm thinking we'll see I mean now the, the rain could cause fumbles and cause some mm. short fields maybe sure. so that might be the other side but I'm thinking that we're going to get some vanilla game plans as we typically get in preseason but especially do that weather there in uh, the northeast so what we're getting tonight we did get Patrick Mahomes as a start at running back because of course there was that little bit of injury to Clyde Edwards Alaire he did not start Jarek McKinnon actually was your starter and that looks oh. to be touchdown uh we had a we had a 28 yard completion to travis kelsey which moved the ball down the field and then then in in short order the chiefs and patrick (laughs) mahomes look like the chiefs and patrick mahomes yet again touchdown tyree kill 35 yards for this chiefs team just absolutely torched 
his corner right there. Is that, and I think that was Bashad Breland yes, he torched there? Yes, I mean, absolutely. They look like they're in midseason form. Yes, right yes. That <laughs> took uh, took all four plays for them to get in the end zone. <laughs> yeah, so Jarek McKinnon, three rushes, 16 yards, a completion to Travis Kelsey for 28, and then a touchdown to Tyreek Hill for 35. If you were worried about this Chiefs team having that Super Bowl hangover or whatever that you hear all these people try to say all the time, Maybe that will uh, maybe that will cure us. And that. what's interesting with that is that early on in this offseason, Patrick Mahomes made the point of, "Hey, I'm, I want to go 20 and 0." Mm-hmm. Like with that added 17th game, like this team seems like they're motivated now. They're a little a little light in the pass catcher mm-hmm. department there once you get past Kelsey and Hill, but they're going to be motivated. They saw how the season ended last year. They were embarrassed in the biggest stage in sports at the Super Bowl. I think they're really motivated to kind of get back and let people know that. We are still the Chiefs. Yeah. What you saw at the end of last year, that was just due to injuries. We're still the contender and the go-ahead favorite in the whole NFL. So 12 and a half is the win total for this Chiefs team. And if you go and evaluate this schedule, because as I was kind of looking into this game earlier, I decided I'd like to go ahead and look and see what their, their regular season schedule looks like. This might be a prime team here, Kelly, to do our dynamic in-season win total betting. Because look at these first Seven weeks wow. for this team. Yeah, yeah Cleveland, tough. Baltimore, Chargers. Now the Eagles is a is should be an, an easy win, but then Buffalo, a very tough defense on the road at Washington, and then back to back again on the road there at Tennessee. So you're talking Browns should be much much better. Ravens already good. Year two with Herbert and the Chargers with that defense getting back some key pieces as well from injury. Now again, we, Eagles there week four, but then the Bills in week five, then. Back Back-to-back roadies at Washington and at Tennessee. This might be a very prime team to bet one of those in-season win totals because from there on, they should cruise because then it goes Giants. Now, the Packers will be a tough game, but then after the Raiders, then you're talking Cowboys, then you're talking Broncos, then you're talking Raiders again. Then you get the Steelers, you get the Bengals, you get the the Broncos. So it is much, 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 much easier on the back half here than it is on the front half. So I've kind of earmarked here this team as someone that I'm going to watch and see what these win totals change and how even the odds might change for them to either Super Bowl win the AFC yeah, or win the exactly. whatever and all the things like that. Because look, I think that if if they're being realistic, do they want to win all those games for sure? But I mean, if you're if you're if if you told them that they come out of that seven game stretch right there five and two, I think they understood be okay with it oh, or, totally. or four and three or something like that. I mean, because look on the road, those roadies against Washington, that defense is going to be one of the top five six units in in all football. And then we expect this Titans offense to be. You know, as good as they were last year. Browns, much, much, much improved. Ravens were already good. Will we see this big year two leap for Justin Herbert? I mean, and we know the Bills. I mean, they're right there behind them as far as AFC. So, I mean, this is a this is not an easy schedule to start the season for this Chiefs team. Yeah, I mean, I think there's the whole adage of Andy Reid in September and how awesome they usually start because he has those nice off-season game plans mm-hmm. that people haven't seen. He's always in the lab cooking up some new plays there. But uh, the, the, you mentioned that start. It is difficult. I think they would sign up for five and two right now. Mm-hmm. Now, honestly, if you offered it to them, yeah. say, hey, five and two, limited injuries, they'll take that and run to the bank because if they can get out of that five and two, they have to be, I mean, a clear favorite to get that number one seed, which would put them right in position to be that favorite to win the Super Bowl. But even if they do trip up, let's say they are three and four. I don't think you should panic, really, right. about this Chiefs team. And and that's not what the conversation would be because yeah. we know how the week-to-week conversation goes after losses, the sky is falling after wins, you're going to host the, the Lombardi Trophy. But I think even if they're three and four, 
And if as long as the injuries aren't too bad, mm. I would still believe in that Chiefs team oh, as maybe a buy low spot to, like you said, win the AFC and maybe even win the Super Bowl. Me too. It is. This is might be my favorite kind of monitor the in-season odds team there is in all of football because that is going to be they're just not going to get through that unscathed and and like I said they might trip up a, a, a they yeah. might trip up three times you know along the way if they know if they're four and three and I'm getting some juicy odds on this Chiefs team Kelly you're gonna I'm gonna be ba- I'm gonna be firing the cannons just all over the place like I'm coming back again, man. Dude, firing all over I'm, the place. Uh, I'm glad you brought this up. We've 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 tried to go through a lot as we did our 32 teams and 32 mm. shows, really examining schedule spots and when it could be good times mm. to jump in for whatever bets. We talked about you know like we talked about that week one game with the Browns where it's like we have Browns futures. Yeah. They lose that game, we'll be right back in on the yeah. Browns because you're gonna get a better number. Um, we've talked about Justin Fields when we think he's gonna start when a good rookie of the year bet could be. Good. Uh, made for him, but I'm with you. I, I did this with the Chiefs two seasons ago where it was, oh, yeah. you know, I got a good bet in mm. in like no, late November on him where the odds were much better than they were preseason, and that, that's just it's something we talk about a lot on this show but as often as we talk about futures prices and stuff like that on this show, so often you can get better numbers in the season, and I think Matt just did a great job of picking out an exact area of the schedule where you might be able to find that with the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope, like, you know, as a, as a better, and I don't care at all about the Chiefs. I'm not a Chiefs fan. I kind of hope they go four and three in that stretch, and I'm able to get in <laughs> totally, on. You know, I yeah. kind of hope they go four and also, three. But you want the limited injuries as well. Yes, like you always yeah. want to factor in, like, like if they're three and four, and Mahomes is about to miss three yeah. or four games, and it's like, uh, yeah, they were back, they were backing <laughs> off, no doubt about that. Uh, you mentioned the weather delaying a kickoff a little bit earlier. The weather actually has canceled one of the preseason games. Saints Cardinals preseason game has been canceled and with that the Saints go ahead and name Jameis Winston the starter for week one the official starter now as we have brought up multiple times on this show that does not necessarily mean that he is going to be under center for the very first (laughs) snap we know that there are going to be Taysom Hill packages they ran Taysom Hill packages with Drew Brees they are certainly going to run Taysom Hill packages with Jameis Winston at quarterback but as the you know official game day listed starter it's going to be Jameis Winston look he's looked really good in the preseason uh as as we've talked about with with this team before you know look it is it is a guy that we haven't seen since he was the butt of all the jokes for for the 30-30 season mm-hmm. but he had LASIK in the offseason. He was talking about how in, of that season. He was talking about how he couldn't really see all that well, which, by the way, probably something he should have done earlier yeah, in his career, incredible. but whatever. <laughs> he went and did that. And I think I, I can't say for sure, but it probably is humbling from your going to a, a number one overall pick in the draft to sitting on the sideline and not playing at all, but you are, you're humbled. You're absorbing from one of the all-time greats in mm-hmm. Drew Brees. I think it's a pretty good all-around scenario because the expectations as well for Jameis here for this team with Michael Thomas not being not being out there, with the Bucks being as good as they are, I don't think the expectations are overwhelming for him either. So this seems like a really good kind of all-around situation for Jameis. Yeah, I mean, let's not forget that this guy was the number one overall pick in the draft. At some point, somebody thought that he could play mm-hmm. and play at a very high level. I thought I did. Listen, I'm not a quarterback evaluator, but when I, he was as we close. We saw him at Florida. He was as yeah. close to polished as I saw maybe since Andrew Luck, you know, like, well, I, I mean, he has a heck of an arm and that has yeah. not disappeared. Right. I mean, mm. that is, and I think for people out there that are like, well, hopefully he's learned how to manage the game better behind Drew Brees and everything like that. Yeah. Hopefully a little bit, but he's a gunslinger, man. If you don't think James Winston's going to step on that field and let some of these balls loose, like, 
it, it's going to be an exciting season in New Orleans. I've got an under win total bet on them, but I'm, 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 I'm Jameis. You'd be I'm happy to Boston, lose it because you, you have know? a soft spot for Jameis. <laughs> I just say soft, it. I just say sp- it. It's true. It's I got okay. a soft spot for any gunslinger, but yeah. yes, Jameis, Florida State. I'm a Florida State <laughs> grad. I got a soft spot for him. 30 30 season. Let's go again, Jameis. I mean, we were talking about that FanDuel prop yesterday of mm. Saints to be the wild card at plus 260. I think that's definitely live right mm. there because we know what we expect from Tampa Bay that they're a high probability of winning the NFC South. If Jameis can kind of kind of marry his skill set with what Sean Payton does from a philosophical standpoint, Payton's one of the best offensive minds of his generation. Mm-hmm. And he's been waiting, it feels like, to have a quarterback that has kind of that plus level of talent. Drew Brees, obviously, the last few years, he was kind of tapering off because of his age there. But I think that this allows the Saints to have an explosive passing game. We already saw him connecting with Marcus Callaway against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll see what happens if they can get Michael Thomas back into the fold. And also, sneakily, this allows Taysom Hill to go back to his rightful role of that gadget yeah. guy. And he's actually good at that. Yeah. Like Taysom Hill, the quarterback, I'm not interested. Right. Taysom Hill, the gadget H-back guy that can do those trick plays and all that. I, I like that in my offense. The Vikings have not answered back quite yet, but they did get the ball down the field in a hurry themselves, actually. Amir Abdullah starting at running back for them. So neither team obviously playing their, their number one backs here. But I uh, – Kirk Cousins, 3 of 5, 46 yards. He's connected with Irv Smith a couple of times, 2 for 39 for Irv Smith so far in this one. So uh, there, it looks like they will at least in get a chip shot field goal out of this uh, as they line up for it right now. So we're looking maybe at 7-3 to three here in the first quarter. Also not going well is my underplay in Eagles-Jets. Uh, we're 7-7 seven, seven with a little less than Whoa. five minutes to go in the first quarter. So... You know what? Got a good number. I got under 34 and a half. I think it closed 33 and a half. At some points, it was even 33, but Joe Flacco, three for three, hey, 67 yards. And you got touchdown. Flacco and Josh Johnson, you know, oh, going man. at it. I mean, what, I mean you know, they what are, were you thinking? I mean, you know, on, it's, it's, it's Flacco anytime, and Josh Johnson. Anytime Flacco's behind seven, you got to bang the over, apparently. Uh, that wasn't the case last game against New England, but. You know what? Sometimes, sometimes that's the breaks. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this, this box score is extremely entertaining. This is Josh Johnson and, and Joe Flacco are a combined seven for seven. They're perfect. They have not had an incompletion yet. Each has a touchdown, uh, and they're combined a little over a hundred yards. How about Joe Flacco? Tucking the ball and running for four yards on a carry, <laughs> and and I mean, I mean, is this, this is like this is this is the uh, the Boston Scott game already here. He's like he's <laughs> yeah. got he's got two receptions for forty nine yards and a touchdown. Um, and then on the other side, Josh Johnson, as you mentioned, four or four, 42 yards, Vincent Smith, Keelan Cole and Lawrence Kager are the, uh, I mean, who are these characters yeah, yeah, are the, uh, are the guys that he has connected with here. So maybe things will slow down in the second half. Whenever we we'll get see. the, I mean, what these are already the third, what do we get? The four stringer? I don't, I don't know. These I are already mean, the fourth the practice third. squad guys, bring them in, you know, yeah. Nick Sirianni, Robert Sala. Let's, let's take the foot off the gas pedal here a little bit. <laughs> and it's 14 points right now. Not Obviously in really bad shape, but like right. we said, the under is still it's still hitting right now. It, it's you're under, you're always under until it's over. So we'll see how this one plays out. And uh touchdown for the Lions. They are up fourteen to six as well. So break up all these teams that are supposed to be horrible. I mean, the <laughs> Lions, fourteen points here on the board against the Indianapolis Colts. Uh Jacob Eason's day is done for the Colts. They've gone to Sam Ellinger now. So we shall see how that goes. And uh, of course, They're thinking Carson Wentz is going to be able to go, but not 
for sure. We'll update all the action and the later games here on Primetime Action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Primetime action here on a Friday. Matt Kelly and Femi, we are monitoring this uh, Vikings and Chiefs game for as long as the starters are in there. Patrick Mahomes has looked as sharp as Patrick Mahomes has ever looked. He is 4 for 4 for 77 yards, just connected with Demarcus Robinson for 10 yards. Um, this is just uh, this Chiefs team here. I know there were some people after the after the first preseason game, and they were kind of 
trying to say like, oh, look at this rust and all, you know. So yeah, man, this thing. <laughs> I mean, it's what what it, what it it was it was a meaningless preseason game. They're humming. It's I don't know what people were expecting. I there's things that you can glean from preseason if you mm. watch really closely, but especially with a veteran team like the Chiefs who have been there, done that. I mean, this is three years in a row for them that they've made at least the AFC title game. If you see struggles, don't like come yeah. on. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. <laughs> like, we can't be taking away too much and saying, oh, my gosh, there's trouble in paradise with Kansas City. And, and there it is right there. And what we've seen with this Chiefs team as well, they ran RPOs more than any team in the league this past season uh, in 2020 and actually did that by a long shot. Uh, they ran RPOs about 20% of the time. The next closest team ran RPOs about 14% of the time. We just see one right here work with uh, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. It's, it is one of those things when you have a guy like Mahomes who is so deadly accurate and, and makes such good decisions and can really read a defense the way that he does, it is a huge, huge bonus to be able to run those. And, and even if you're getting just that split second of freezing a linebacker or freezing a corner or whatever it might be, as we see another connection over the yeah, middle Mahomes here. Mahomes looks sharp. Yeah, yeah like this is, you're really going to play him the whole first half, Andy? Like, he's good. He's good, bro. He's ready to go. Hey, well, you, you are speaking like a true Chiefs fan right there. They are going like, hey, hey, what are you doing? Like, I know. Go ahead. Like, he he's good. Go now. He's like, five he for go. five. He's got a touchdown. He's about to cash in again. Like, get him off the field after this yeah. drive. He can go now. It'll be nice if he would go now. And the Eagles are in the end zone. It is 14 to 7 here in the first oh, quarter. That was fun while it lasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a, a Kenneth Gainwell rushing touchdown because uh, – You never yeah. bet against Kenneth Gainwell. Yeah. How many times do I got to say it, Matt, right? A well, Kenneth we Gainwell. Get Gainwell, Josh Johnson, Joe yeah. Flacco. What was I thinking? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> listen, it's auto a lot of game to go, so we might have a chance here. Oh, I thought Patrick Holmes was about to run in preseason, and I could just feel Chiefs Nation. <laughs> he, he did it a little hard, bit yeah. in the last game, and I was like, well, get down, please. Yeah. <laughs> I felt Chiefs Nation, everybody just gets so tense right there because I got tense, and I, again, I have no skin in the game, but that was just, that was, that was incredible. Uh, we'll talk a little golf later in the show as well. There is a little bit of pause in the action today, which apparently did not affect John Rahm in the least bit, unfortunately, because, again, he is the kind of the fly in the ointment here of uh, – of, I'm not going to say us winning all of our bets, but I'll put it this way. We would be sitting – very, very pretty yes. if it weren't for one John Rom. I mean, this day, imagine me sitting back earlier watching the golf coverage this afternoon. I'm looking at Bryson because I have Bryson and I have Cantley. Yeah. And I'm like, Bryson, you go get your 59, please. Yeah. And he had a heck of a round. Six, he shot a 60. I mean, he had a nine-hole career best in the, on the front nine there, shooting a 29. As outstanding as he was, he's just one up. And Rom hasn't even finished his second round yet. He's going to play uh, three more holes tomorrow before he then plays in the third round. So who knows? By the time that Bryson is back out there, I, I mean, he, 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 he might not even be in the lead anymore. He might anymore. not even be in the lead anymore. We're looking <laughs> at, at Bryson, as you mentioned, who goes out and misses about a five-and-a-half footer for the 59. He settles for yeah. the 12-under <laughs> 60. But right behind, as we mentioned, Patrick Cantlay, nine under today to sit at 15. John Rahm's at 15 right now, but he still has holes to play. And then after that, it's a three-stroke drop-off to Sung J.M., Sergio Garcia. Still a hole to play for Sam Burns as well, who's sitting at 11. But uh, 
Kelly, I did go ahead and, and add Cantlay, like I said I was going to on the show yesterday. Um, those underlying stats I thought were were pretty interesting, right, that we were looking yeah. at and touchdown for the Chiefs. If you were worried about this team, you should not have been. No. Um, the, the, the stats there we were saying, like, listen, if the putter if the putter calms down a little bit but he just evens out the rest of his game, he should still be in contention here. Well, what happened was, was the putter did not slow down, but the rest of his game did come back up here. He shoots nine under, and he's sitting just a stroke off the lead right now. This uh, tweet I saw from Justin Ray, I had to grab. Gained more than five strokes on the field putting in each of the first two rounds. No player this season on tour has multiple rounds with five-plus strokes gained putting. Listen, wow. And we love Colin Morikawa. I mean, he's made you a bunch of money this year. I think I, I had a little bit on him throughout the course of the season. That being said... I am not crying that he is in dead last right now. Me either, but as you and I talked earlier today, spoke earlier today about, we, I feel like we left money on the table, and I think I have five matchups against him, too. And I, was, I, I wish it's ten. I wish it was ten. It's, uh, it's nuts. We'll talk some, uh, we'll talk some uh, fantasy football wide receivers here on the other side. Primetime action here on VEASAN. Now the NFL preseason has kicked off and really is actually ending. It's the perfect time for you to huddle up with a VEASAN Pro Football betting guide. The guide's only $19.99 and available now. Our experts provide profiles of each team with advanced stats and power ratings. Plus, best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. Sign up for VEASAN All Access and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Sign up now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You also can go over there. as a free trial. So if you want to give this thing a whirl, it's VEASAN's primetime action. Right here on a Friday, and we are going to talk some fantasy football wide receivers. We talked quarterbacks and running backs yesterday. Wide receiver becoming a much more important position in fantasy football because this league is a much more passing-heavy league, and a lot of leagues are going towards having three wide receiver positions that you have to play, or at least with a flex position that most likely in this day and age, you want to go with a wide receiver as it is anyway. So we look up on the screen right now as kind of the, the average draft position of the, the top wide receivers out there, Devontae Adams, Tyree Kill, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley, no real surprises there, Femi. But whenever we take a look mm-hmm. at kind of this, this next tier here, I mean, listen, for me, if you're in a full PPR league, if you don't get one of the top three or four running backs, I think you really and truly need to start considering just going – first round wide receiver because the the what a Devontae Adams, what a Tyreek Hill, what a Stephon Diggs does in a full PPR league and what they bring to to the table is more than pretty much what everybody outside of the top like four or five running backs brings. Yeah, I mean you can guarantee not guarantee, but yeah. but you're gonna get a thousand plus yards. Yeah. You're gonna probably get ten plus touchdowns out of those guys. I mean Devontae Adams, <laughs> the guy yeah. he's a red zone threat. He's also gonna get a high usage just based on the kind of the tiered system of the Packers pass catchers right there. Tyreek Hill, he has to battle a little bit with Travis Kelsey, but th- those are the two clear favorite to go to guys. And we mm-hmm. see what Stefan Diggs was able to do in just one year with Josh Allen. Those two hit it off instantly in an offseason that 
was kind of shortened due to the pandemic there. So I think those three for sure are definitely looks if you can't get one of the top kind of bell cow running backs that's expected to get 25 to maybe even 30 touches per game. And you take a look here and, and you know, one of the rankings that was that, that's on there is, is AJ Brown just as high as he is. But listen, I think the addition of Julio Jones is, is good for him. I mean, that is going to take a little bit of the pressure off of him. I think that just the name and the cachet that Julio Jones brings is going to have people, you know, really focusing a bunch of coverage on him as well. And if A.J. Brown is running solo coverage a lot of times out there, I think he could have a monster season. Yeah, seeing those wide receiver tandems like that is really what kind of stuck out to me when I initially looked at mm-hmm. this list. Because you talk about A.J. Brown, what about a guy like D.K. Metcalf yeah. who has Tyler Lockett on the opposite? side we know Tyler Lockett and Russell Wilson their chemistry that they have together but Russell Wilson really grew with DK Metcalf quite a bit last season even down in Dallas with CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper the Rams Robert Woods Cooper Cup these kind of things were initially your first instinct might be like well they kind of have to share the load with another Mm -hmm. guy Maybe, like you said, it helps out not having the defense solely focus in on you as a pass catcher and having to care about everybody. That allows you to maybe to still be productive despite having another player who could put up just as big a numbers, really. And and I know there's probably some people in there who see CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper so close in those rankings where CeeDee Lamb's coming off as the 12th wide receiver off the board and Amari Cooper coming off as the 15th wide receiver off the board. But one of the things we were talking about last night, we were talking about this Cowboys team just in general, and I think that this is a a, where – you know, real life translates into fantasy football and, and vice versa is you, you look at this team and with a bad defense in a, in a division where there's another couple of bad defense. Now Washington's good, but outside of that, mm-hmm. another couple of bad defenses and an offense that we expect to be barring health. One of the top, let's call it half dozen, six, seven offenses yep. in all the NFL again, barring health, but we have to just assume health. That's what we do here. Um, so when you look and you see those guys up there, it makes perfect sense to me because I think you're going to have a Dallas team that is going to be in shootouts 75% of the season. You know, yeah. I mean, like, I don't think they are a team that's going to have a comfortable lead that they're just kind of sitting on very often. And so there's going to be massive usage for guys like CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper. So I, I am a-okay with, with them, you know, going so closely together and going so high. I think we're probably going to see those guys have three 1,000-yard receivers last year, if not mm-hmm. for Dak Press. I mean, I'm pretty sure they might have been close to accomplishing mm-hmm. that there with Lamb and even including Michael Gallup there. And he might be a guy who, in fantasy, if he's your wide receiver three or something yeah. like that, a, probably a pretty good option just because of the amount of volume that there is in that Dallas offense. One guy that wasn't on the list that I'm kind of intrigued about just based off of reading mm-hmm. camp reports and the way people talk about him is – Antonio Brown. Yep. He was a guy who was on the list for seven, eight years or so when he was in Pittsburgh. The talk out of Tampa is that Antonio Brown and Tom Brady are on the same page. You know, like last year it was tough. He came in midseason, but Tom Brady has, he vouched for him in Mm -hmm. New England to get him there. Clearly he likes him as a pass catcher. So maybe as a sleeper there, as a guy who was was once one of the most reliable fantasy football targets in all of fantasy football history, maybe he kind of gets back into that upper echelon, seeing a lot of volumes and even surpassing a guy like Mike Evans. And look, we talk about, we don't expect by any stretch of the imagination, we don't expect Tom Brady to fall off of a cliff or that his arm strength is going to, you know, fall off a cliff or anything like that. But 
what we can say is if there is even the the smallest amount of decrease and all that, what you're going to get is a guy like Antonio Brown who runs yeah. routes that are a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage, who does those, who could be more of a safety valve for a guy like him. I think he could rack up a ton of catches for sure. I think one of the names too that has really fallen through the cracks because of the suspension and we just haven't seen him or heard from him in so long. I've been trying to scoop up Will Fuller because he's been yes. dropping a lot and you 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 forget that Will Fuller a massive home run threat, a guy that has a a pretty when he's been on the field his problem obviously has been health health, yeah. you know, but when he's been on the field he's been super incredibly productive and a guy that I feel like people just kind of out of sight, out of mind, and it's just kind of falling off the radar here. So I think if you can look and, and yeah, you're, you're going to get, you're only going to get 16 games tops out of him because he's going to have to miss the first game of the year. He's still suspended. But um, I think that helps you actually, because you probably get him at an even better value. People are so scared of, of taking him just because mm-hmm. of the injuries. I mean, even on top of the suspension, he always is prone to miss a game or two all throughout the season there. But I mean, he's a guy who averages like 18, 20 yards per catch. It almost feels like just because of how good of a deep threat he is and how impactful impactful he is in a passing game. Yeah. And one of the other things and this is going to this is this is where uh fantasy football is different than real life here and and this is going to be I can't believe I'm saying this but I'm going to say like hey go in and later rounds midish midish latest rounds I do not hate targeting Lions receivers because this is going to be a god awful team and they are going to be throwing so 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 incredibly much and they don't have any run game really to speak of and when you look at, at what it, look, Jared Goff's not any good, but he's at least a guy that can go out there in garbage time yeah. and, and get you a bunch of yards. I, I would look at these Lions receivers here, and I think you can get them again at a pretty good value. They're throwing the ball quite a bit there in Detroit because they'll be trailing a lot. Also, Allen Robinson at 10, a little shaky for me, given the state of the Bears' offensive line. Also, we expect Justin Fields to play quite a bit. He didn't get a ton of reps with him in training camp either. Let's talk some college football with Kenny White on the other side here. It is primetime action. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now is the perfect time to start planning your football contest strategy and the VEASAN Pro Football Guide. It's a perfect way to start. Our VEASAN experts have won major football contests around Las Vegas. Our guide will give you insight against the spread contests, survivor pools, and give you the winning edge. Download at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. $19.99 or get the all-access subscription for everything that we give you. This football season, there are contests galore. If you are in a DraftKings jurisdiction, they have a contest against the spread. They have a contest that's a survivor contest. If you're here in Vegas, you've got that as well. And if you're just visiting Vegas, you can also play in these big contests as well. You just have to sign up physically here, and then you have to go and get you find yourself a proxy. But after you do that, I mean, you can you can play anywhere in the country. So. Be sure, take a look at the football guide here. There is strategy involved in winning these contests, and there are some people who have done some really, really good things in these things that have uh, given you at least a little bit of insight into that. Femi, are you uh, you going you gonna to get in something this year? You know, I've been uh, thinking about Survivor Pool. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one that I, got, I, I did a little bit last year, just yeah. kind of just as like a, an aside thing, one, one of those free websites. But maybe Survivor Pool. I, I don't, yeah. the, 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 every five weeks, five games against the spread, that's just <laughs> – I mean, you, well, you you already know that's difficult. Well, Femi, after DeShambo wins this weekend, we're all just going to free roll yeah, contest, yeah, I mean, so it's yeah. all good. Like, yeah. it's all that, good. We're, we're max entering everything. <laughs> that's right. Like, like, thanks, Bryson. You know, like, appreciate he's, it. Yeah, he's the one who he's the one who did it. All right, he is. Uh, you can find him at CBS HQ. You can find him at thepowerings.com. You can find him at his site. At you can find him on Twitter at KYD Vegas. He is Kenny White. Kenny, thanks for joining us, my man. 
Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Pleasure to be here and so excited. Hey, we got football coming up this weekend. Let's make some money. Hey, yes. you, you you and me both. I mean, listen, I don't have any I don't have any skin in the game yet this week, but maybe you can entice me on something here. I mean, two teams obviously that people do know. Those are brand name teams in Nebraska and Illinois will kick things off on Saturday at 10, 10 a.m. We're looking at a six and a half or seven. Depends on where you get it in favor of Nebraska. A total of 53, 53 and a half. Do you have any thoughts on this one, Kenny? Yeah, the, uh, the numbers have come down my way, um, and I think the value is gone. I like the, the Illini to start out with. Um, I thought this game, I, I priced it in my magazine 28-28, so picking 56, but I've since made a couple of adjustments. I factored in home revenge for Nebraska, so I made the Cornhuskers four in this game. Uh, the total, um, I, I readjusted as well, started to look at Brett Bielema, the Illini team. He's going to use that power run game. He's going to play more of a methodical offense, shorten football games, and keep his team in the game. And both teams, I think this year their strength is on the defensive side. Uh, Nebraska has 10 returning starters. Six are, are super seniors. And then in the Illini have 12 returning starters with 350 snaps or more. And they have eight returning uh, super seniors. That's in offense and defense. So I adjusted my total to 51. But again, um, I, I'm on Illinois and under. But I think the value is now gone to bet those two sides. Kenny, that's great stuff there on Nebraska and Illinois. The other Power 5 team that's playing tomorrow, the UCLA Bruins. Do you, do you see any value left in that game? And they're laying 18. I think that one opened at 14, 14 and a half. So clearly there's a lot of respect for UCLA in this spot. But what do you think about the Bruins going up against Hawaii in their opener? Well, I'll tell you, this one opened nine, nine and a half in faraway places. And as of July 1st, I think you could have laid 10 and a half on the game. Um, I made the game 20, made a total of 66. Uh, this is Chip Kelly's uh, finest team he's had as a Bruin. He's on the hot seat. He needs to win now. Uh, Hawaii pulled a big upset uh, last year, but that was in October. First game of the year in October. They came to Fresno and beat Fresno straight up as a three-point dog. But you know what? They had a big advantage. They were able to practice in, over in Hawaii during COVID where Fresno was not. little different story here. I think UCLA will be ready. I'm a little worried about the look ahead to LSU. Again, I think you lost value. If you didn't get UCLA early, too late to bet them. If you are going to bet them, I may suggest the first half laying 10. Uh, but side and total pretty tough right now. Again, no value left, but I do lean to UCLA in the first half. Kenny, what about the rest of the games on the slate on Saturday? Anything else uh, jump out? I mean, this is probably some intimidating games for people who don't dig in as much <laughs> as you do. Not, maybe not the uh, brand name teams that they're used to here. So I'm sure people are all ears right now if you like any of these other games. Yeah, you know, the uh, UTEP-New Mexico game, I'm not going to even play on it, but things people should know. This is a heated rivalry. This is the biggest game for both these two teams the entire year. They're 46 miles apart. They hate each other. The crowds travel. There's no home advantage whether they're playing football or basketball. So that's why this line has gone up a little bit. Uh, but again, it's like a derby game over the pond that uh, throw all the stats out. It doesn't matter because these guys will play uh, uh, right down to the wire. So that the tough game to handicap, but I just wanted people to get that information. The one game I do like, the best play I have this weekend, Connecticut travels to Fresno. There's no direct flights from stores to Fresno. Uh, this is going to be a long trip and a, and a tough travel for a team who has not played a football game in over 20 months. They were one of the few teams that did not play last year, one of the two, Old Dominion and uh, and Connecticut. The other team was New Mexico State, but they did play two games 
in the uh, spring, New Mexico State did. So no football of 20 months. The travel, the worst travel you'll ever see for college football team all year long. And then you got to go up against Ronnie Rivers, one of the best backs in the entire country. I think Rivers could go over 150 yards and three touchdowns just in the first half alone in this game. So I love Fresno, first half minus 15 and a half. Kenny White joining us, CBS Sports HQ, and also the PowerRatings.com. Kenny, I got the pen and paper really working here with some of these nuggets <laughs> that you're giving us, especially in some of these group of five games. But I want to talk to you just more specifically about the Pac-12 conference. You know, a lot has been made about how this is the most competitive conference of the Power Five conferences. Now, that might be a nice way of saying that it doesn't have a superpower team like the Big Ten, SEC, or the Big 12. So... Uh, one of the teams that has gotten a lot of love is Utah. Everyone seems to be all about the Utes. Do you think that the hype is warranted surrounding Utah out of the Pac-12 South? Well, they have the best coach in the conference. Uh, Kyle Whittingham does a great job there, and he's the best coach in the conference. You look at his ATS records. Look at his second half ATS records. So he's well-prepared. Uh, he recruits well, and he makes the right adjustments during games at halftime. Uh, they bring in a, a quarterback and a super senior, Charlie Brewer, comes in from Baylor that's really going to help pick up the offense. I, I do have Utah winning the South Division for the uh, Pac-12. Um, but, again, I, I think they're a very good football team, ranked 20th in the country. Um, I think there's a better one and a far better one, and I, it's not Oregon. It's Washington. I think Washington's a top-10 football team. Love their talent. Uh, Patrick O'Brien, the transfer from Colorado State, I think wins the job. He may not play the first game against Montana. He's been nursing an injury. Uh, but they have a lot of, of talented players, not just experienced, but talented players, like NFL guys on the defensive side of the football. And this isn't Jimmy Lake's recruiting. This was Chris Peterson's recruiting. Uh, so Jimmy Lake's still playing with Peterson's players. Um, yeah, on the football field, bringing guys in. He's getting his own recruiting class, and he got his got his toe wet last year getting experience with four games. He lost his last one. I'm sure that's underneath his skin for that for this amount of time. I think he's going to be a really good coach. I'm glad he's got a little experience, but the players he has coming back, I think, are the best in the Pac-12. So Kenny, plus one thirty for them to win the division, and then and then plus three fifty for them to win the Pac twelve. Either one of those numbers uh, bettable to you? Yeah, I took plus four fifty to win the uh, win the Pac twelve. Mm -hmm. They were one of my better underdogs to uh, to win the division. I have them ranked in my top ten. I think I'm number six or something like that. This is a really good football team. Uh, Patrick O'Brien's going to be a big addition at quarterback. He came from Colorado State. Didn't have the greatest stats, but I've watched the kid play before. All I did was make really good notes about this guy. He can make all the throws, makes the right decisions all the time, and now he's going to have so many more weapons at his disposal and a, and a way better offensive line to give him protection. So going to be fun. The defense, their line, their D-line I've got ranked 10th best in the country. Their linebacker's 11th, and their secondary 5th. So they're, they're all three of their units on defense are 11th or better in the country. That continuity is going to make this a very difficult team to put points up on the board against. Kenny, as a Seattle native, I absolutely love hearing you just praising the Huskies there. So might be some exciting times on Montlake there this upcoming fall. But you mentioned that how you're a little cooler on Oregon today. Mario Cristobal just named Anthony Brown Jr. their starting quarterback for the game against Fresno State next Saturday. Is it because of the quarterback uncertainty, or what is it that's cooling you off of the Ducks when they seem to be the favorite to, to win the Pac-12 this year? 
Yeah, no, I, I, you know, it's funny. Anthony Brown, he's going he's gonna to name him the starter today. He's four and a half points better than Jay Butterfield. I hope he's the starter, uh, Cristobal, because if he's not, you made the wrong decision. So uh, very, very interesting that he would make that. Um, you know, I, I, I'm looking at this team. They've got a lot of returning starters back. I've got 10 on offense. C.J. Verdell, the C, uh, super senior running back, is a great back. He's one of the top 10 backs in the country. And the backup, Travis Dye, who was originally in Auburn, he's a guy that's a top 20 back. So um, I, I have this team rated a 118. That's 18 points better than average. 14th best team in the country. I know they're ranked ninth, so I'm not far off on them. Uh, Simi, this is a, a good football team. I can't bash them. They're really good. Their defense returned 11 players with starting experience. I got one injury on defense. DJ James is out with a, out one game, the first game of the year against Fresno. But uh, this is a, a, a solid team. The only reason I'm probably up on higher on Washington, well, I have Washington rated higher, first of all, but Oregon has to go to Washington to play their conference game against each other. That's a big bonus. I've got the uh, Huskies by nine in that game. He is Kenny White. You can find him at CBSHQ. You can find him at thepowerratings.com. You can find him on Twitter at KYDVegas. And I thank you personally for giving me a bet that I can have a sweat tomorrow, Kenny. I appreciate it, my friend. <laughs> Thanks for the time, man. My pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me. Enjoy the weekend. I have a sweat now. There we go. That's all that? I need. I mean, look, I don't know anything about, um, you know, Fresno State and Connecticut. Uh, you know, but I'm laying football. it. I'm, I'm, I'll be the I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and fake it. I, I don't know anything about it. So I'm, I'm laying it first half because of yeah, Kenny's that's advice. That's what I'm saying. He gave, me, he gave me a sweat. He gave me a bet. I really How do. How about that? He said he had uh, the Huskies by nine against Oregon. I think you can find them as a three-point dog. Uh, as on some game of the year, so you know, maybe, maybe, maybe strike early. Maybe something going on there. I don't know. We were talking to people earlier in the week who think that Oregon could compete for the national championship. So Whoa. that seems to be a pretty, pretty polarizing team here. It's a sad day. We've come to the end of 32 teams and 32 shows. We will get to that on the other side of the break. Here, we'll talk the Packers. Primetime action. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.